0: dropping that sexiness for your ears as we enter another volume of Hush. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Hush Podcast. My name is Kim, and I'm very excited to bring you my guest today, Ryan Kassmoral. So can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So I work with men, and I show them how to be men. Good, strong men, husbands, fathers, leaders. and So I show them how to show up. Pretty awesome job.
0: That is very awesome. What inspired you to venture onto that journey?
1: Uh, My own marriage. Yeah, I was a real jerk. So i done a lot of work with anger, narcissism, and started to really figure myself out. And then when we lost everything with COVID, um, I my wife was at some point during the, the next year or so, she was like, you've been helping men for two years. Why aren't you doing this? And so I just went full steam ahead. And the, the premise is simple. I believe a sexist marriage is not just not having sex for six months or I believe it's also if your wife's just laying there doing a job, checking off the to-do list. But I also believe that it's all the toxic behaviors that we're all inundated with our social media feeds these days. You know, it's a flag, leave or lay a boundary. This is terrible. Blah, blah, blah. Just take responsibility for yourself. you got some bad behavior. Fix it. Level it up. Your wife will want you again. And so I put it all together and the real inspiration comes from wanting to, to save marriages just like ours I and my wife,
0: we would like to flip divorce statistics. That's the dream, the goal. That's beautiful, actually. Um, You mentioned narcissism and anger being personal issues that you dealt with yourself. Was that a journey within yourself to fix yourself and then the marriage as well?
1: Well, you're talking about undoing a lot of years of wounds, hurt, trauma, pain. And it comes from little things like that. And they turn into big things like that. And so, let me break it down for you like this, Kim. You know, a man will think she's using sex as a weapon. And you could be doing everything right all day long. But if you snapped at the kids and screamed because you couldn't handle your emotions, you turned her off. Nobody wants to have sex Mm -hmm. with them. And so, yes, I 100% had to work on myself first And that same frustration period that I was talking about. happened within me. It was my wife's turn. That's how I like to put it. She was mad. She was throwing furniture for a while. She, I brought out some, well, probably not as bad, but, but you could qualify it as just as bad. I mean, like, it's all terrible. So once I owned myself, took responsibility for my actions past, present, and where I wanted to go in the future, allowing my wife to feel safe again, to trust that I wasn't going to lose my mind, to trust, and I mean, just from a stupid little joke comment or something, she felt she like she couldn't be herself she had to feel safe and that's
0: when the marriage started to repair does that make sense that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense i felt like what i feel like actually is maybe <laughs> within my own divorce like if my ex-husband would have taken though that time to repair himself and build that trust and provide that that um, safe zone again maybe things would have been different you know I, I i see it now when you put it in that perspective um when you felt like you were losing your wife was the battle on both ends to try to keep your marriage
1: uh absolutely you know uh, so it's one of the things i firmly believe in is we committed when you commit to marriage like you sh- you should want to do everything you can at least know that you've done you can, because you're the only person that you can control right and so um, I have a son with somebody else. We weren't married, but same sort of thing, right? I don't get to see him all the time. In fact, after my journey is, has moved, like, he's in a different city. And so it's really, really difficult. So one of my main motivations. Um, and same a lot of the women that work with So if we understand that, you know, we've got these big uh, objectives to save the marriage and honor commitment, or keep the family together. At the end of the day, that's all pretty. It's a nice little package, and we can use that as motivation. But you need to own and understand and take accountability for yourself and then we can focus on the big primary objective. No different than if we're talking about the sex. Right? And so it's it's all part and parcel, but when you show up, you can lead your life. And then when your wife follows, you are now like the, the partnership. You're both unapologetically yourselves again. And going back to what you said, yeah, the amount of people that comment, oh, I would have If my ex only would have seen this, we probably could have saved my marriage. Blah, blah, blah. Same sort of thing. I can reflect back, and I know why other girls cheated back then. You know, I I was putting (laughs) the same behaviors onto my wife that I was then. You know, but this is part of taking responsibility for yourself. Um,
0: On that subject of um, both being committed, have you ever had clients already come to you where there's a possibility that their spouse or themselves even are entertaining the thought of seeing others but yet they still want to stay in it and fight
1: yeah absolutely it, it's something that uh, my wife and i we just don't agree i mean you can't give yourself to a secondary person if you really want to see and build what you're trying to build and and the reason i believe that is pretty simple if let's use men for an example so that's why but you know i'll have guys call me and say well yeah but we've been talking about being polyamorous and you know we're open marriage and, and I'm like yeah okay but why and when you start digging into it it's just because they have their quote unquote needs that need to be met but when I explain to them how when you can give to your wife like like everything that she needs to fill her cup fill her bucket meet her needs she's opening up to you she's she's the wife that's pulling her towel open going hey babe here's a preview for later putting pennies in your pocket, smiling at you from across the room and nodding her head saying let's go to the bathroom Why do you need another person? We're doing that now. It's the same thing when when they're coping with porn or alcohol or whatever they need to do because they're feeling so unfulfilled. But if we can change the mindset, then you can understand. If you're you're getting everything you need, you don't need anything.
0: How long did it take you to fight for your marriage and get to the point where you're at now?
1: I believe, like if, if my wife and I tell a story, we both tell it a little bit differently. Because I knew how much I had grown and changed. She wasn't accepting it yet. And I had to learn to develop patience and understanding and empathy for how she was feeling. So those couple of years are kind of gray between my wife and I depending on your It's a, it's, a, it's an ongoing journey. You're never done. Like you're never done. We're doing parenting courses now. My wife's doing a second masters. I'm in another certification course. You're just never done, you know.
0: Hmm, I understand that once you feel the spark fading how do you reclaim the passion and the fire
1: uh, so I, I think that it's really straightforward you first have to understand that the the way that you've been taught i say society lied you you know we have our normal way of doing things uh, so you have to undo those behaviors with expectation so the very first step is understanding when you start to change your mindset, you can start to do the things that fall into these categories where you can start to actually see some changes. i.e., there's no expectations. Of course, I'm providing a great dad. I'm, I should. You know, I should be a great partner. And it shouldn't mean that I get laid because it just means that we can get along. Good. But now we can start to rekindle the spark again. I call that the man pushing buttons or stuff. So it's like you're a good lover. You're a good player. A lover makes his wife feel loved, valued, respected, heard, seen, emotional connection. Player makes his wife feel like a woman again. She's his man. Or sorry, she's his woman. She has needs. And they want to connect. It's more because that safety is back. It's more than just emotional connection. Now we get into the physical stuff and we can really light that spark, that fire from us.
0: I want to focus on the course that you offer. How do you solidify a plan of action with each client? and design a course that can provide results
1: of oh, this question so in order to fix everything that was going on in my marriage and then try to implement um, what i figured out was like the same frustrations that people go through you know they go to therapy for a little bit and you're like well, why isn't this working or you read a book and you're like this is fantastic it's not working what i realized was everything was missing like a step by step everything was um maybe something, some great knowledge, but not necessarily complete. And the last thing I realized was just like any of us who like to learn, you can pick up a book over here or you can hire a coach over there. But by the time you keep book hopping and coach hopping, you're not even using the stuff you originally learned or the next stuff you just learned while you're under the next thing. And so I had to actually put it all together into a step-by-step system. And I did that for a specific reason. As a man, And now I've really learned and solidified uh, over 2,200 men over the last year. We need like a step-by-step, like we're like Lego builders, right? Like we're (laughs) car builders, like give me the part. Let me put it together. How does it go together? Okay, cool. Let's move forward. Now we can drop, right? And so when I was trying to make sure that I knew what was going on, in order to prevent the backslides, I had to really kind of like highlight and beat up books and make like my wall like a crime scene. (laughs) this worked over here and this didn't work over here and this works here I actually have 22 years experience working with women and I had to start thinking back yeah Amy said she'd sleep with Mark or if he would just XYZ and and uh, Aubrey said well I just wish my husband would stay out of town because he does XYZ and I started to think about that and look at the lessons and put it all together and then I just packaged it. you take the course now every man can just go right in and get to work but no man has to fix everything I joke I've only met one guy ever he needs to fix everything (laughs) just like me (laughs) just like me but no guy has to fix everything but you know the easiest way to explain that would be like you know guys who think i'm such a great dad really because i bet you've never taken one course on parenting or read one book i guarantee you haven't you just follow the examples and think you're doing differently by not being like your parents or being like your parents well they weren't experts either like unless you're learning you're not great sorry that's just the way it goes and so, by putting it all together in a system, leveling guys up, I say it's like this. Now you have all the parts under the hood. Now we can hit the racetrack and go get you. Now all you have to do is be consistent running your laps. Your wife's going to challenge you. She's going to rub it to the side of your car. She's going to light your wheels on fire. Try to get <laughs> the checkered flag because that's what women do. They challenge the leader, right? That's how it goes. And you have to stand up and be a man. So we're just going to keep driving around the track, and I don't mean controlling, manipulating, anything like that. Just consistent. That's part of the providing the safe environment. For you. So the course provides that. Just simple. Watch a video, answer some questions, go get your money.
0: That's awesome. I love that. I love that you took the time to research it and kind of kn- like knit it together in a way that would make it uh, more responsive for men to to grasp the concepts you know I, I really like that I think that Thank like you, you sometimes I, I find myself too like uh, spiraling through different things that I'm trying to learn and I'm like how did I end up over here but I'm still not doing what I did in, in step A
1: <laughs> so I yeah, get that right. entirely
0: that's-
1: <laughs> yeah that's I realized that too and I had to so when I created the course I refilmed it three times when I went viral because all of a sudden it was like 200 guys overnight And I started to see what what they were missing because they're not me. So I had to figure out what they were missing, right? Like for example, I knew how to schedule my new life. I was good with that. As an entrepreneur, always busy doing uh, like more hours than most people, still working out, still having life or whatever. So I was okay with that, but they didn't know how. So I had to like add it all in. So what I did when I created my course was just like, this is entry, this is like pillar one, Pillar two, pillar three, but in and amongst all the skills that you're learning overlap and intertwine. And so you what you do is you undo the the habits and the skills that you've had from your programming from your childhood, from past relationships, from trouble in your marriage. And by just taking the new actions and responses and, and, and reactions that I teach you, and then what happens is you're developing the new skills without having to think of them. So it makes it a little bit more simple for a dude. Like my wife's program for women. I don't know. She gets into like more emotional stuff and explaining emotions and and working them through the different stages of gratitude to empathy and like what your husband might be feeling because dudes, they don't need that shit. They just need like, I need to do step (laughs) A, step B, you know, and just (laughs) rock and roll.
0: (laughs) Uh, Once you started creating your course, did your wife decide to join in and then it became like, okay, let's do this together. You focus on the women. I focus on the men. This
1: is a, kind of a two-part answer of this question. We're really, really proud of this. So we have a different view on leadership. So we believe that you both have strengths, and if you're true partners, you'll both lead at different times. So when we lost the gym, I got into foreign exchange and building crypto projects, which doesn't sound much like a personal trainer, right? And I started to learn how to develop this stuff. But I hated it. And my wife said, you've been helping men for years. Just go do that. I was like, good. point." I just got to work. Fast forward about six months later, I was kind of asking my wife a little bit along the way, but she's like, "Nah, nah I'm really, I'm pretty good. Like, we're doing great again. Like, you know, I'm pretty happy being alone." And uh, at some point, I was just like, "Honey, it's time. Wives need you too." But here's the hesitation. The reason why it was because our programs run completely independent. One of the things that we Figured out during our journey, which is going to contradict a lot of what you see in, in society and in the world, uh, including like some of the stuff we use would be like from the Goths. And I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they're some of the most renowned marriage therapists in the world. They would say, You have to both be here and we'll work, with you. right? Anybody that's certified. But we don't, don't believe that because what we learned in our journey is there's a push pull. One partner is in, one partner is out. Even if you're both going to therapy, let's say. I am going to therapy. See, I'm doing my part. That's not the same thing as saying, I can't wait to fix her. So what we realized is if we run the programs independently, if a man comes to me, I can help him lead his wife and she will fall. If a woman comes to my wife, she can help her lead her husband and he will fall. And then occasionally they'll both help. But typically the, the programs are designed so you don't have to. because A, save some money. B, save some time, put that both into your family. And C, understand that as long as you have an open heart and you're loving what's happening with the leadership, it feels pretty freaking good. You know? <laughs> so it's like when I thought, hey, honey, this is cool. We're only fighting every three days. She's like, hey, that's not. For me. I'm like, what are you talking about? But I was latching onto the good feelings of, of, of what it feels like. And that's what happens. If one partner starts, the other starts to go, whoa, this is everything I ever wanted. And so just jump in if you're the one who wants to go you go All
0: right. awesome once you began seeing results with clients did that provide further motivation for you to keep going
1: uh i don't think so i think i was just already in it was all in the the day that i started making social media posts i was like okay i gotta build my course and i'm the kind of guy like course creators um or coaches will tell you just like you can build it one week out, get your first client, whatever. And like I'm the kind of guy that's that has to have it set. I want to make sure it looks good, it feels right. And so I was already all in, Kim. I was just so excited to be doing what I was doing. And then I went viral and it was like, it's not good enough. They need more. And I started <laughs> to just refilm it. And then, oh, still need to do more. So I get more motivated by like, what do they need? Then, uh, you know, anything else. The, the most important thing is to make sure that we reach the end goal. Go get your life. So if we're having trouble, I want that. That's what motivates me to make sure that we get them You know, does that make sense?
0: Yes, it does Switching it to a little bit more of a different topic Do you feel like it's ever okay to give up the fight if a relationship is considered extremely toxic?
1: Yeah, this is a really hard one um, n- Number one if it's an abusive extremely toxic relationship yeah, you might have to end it. Where I, why I say it's hard is this. That's what our marriage was. Everybody will tell somebody to leave that relationship. And everybody told Catherine that relationship. In fact, I had friends that told me too when I talked about her marriage. And I was no longer doing the whole go to my friend and bitch and complain and get drunk. Now I was just trying to communicate more, but explaining what was wrong. And even taking accountability. But we're told to just end it because the red flags have been raised, but I, I, really, really firmly believe a few things. I understand toxic behavior. I understand red flags, but you met them, fell in love with them when they had that baggage, And then you helped them raise more flags because you amplified their pain or did not know how to deal with it or your own emotions or your own triggers. With so I think there's a sense of responsibility that goes with it. However, I mean, I can't comfortably say stay there if somebody's beating the shit out of you. But I'll give you an example. Not too long ago, I made a video that went viral that said something like, uh, if your wife's just laying there and doing his a job, like, what are you doing? She doesn't want to be with you. You need to change your behavior so she wants to be with you. And a, and a poor woman wrote on there on a comment saying, you know, for 15 years, I cry and my husband still does it and I don't want it and, and everybody tells me to leave. And I answered like I normally would. I don't know this woman. I don't know the whole story. But I know this. 15 years she's staying with him. And for 15 years, probably everybody told me. And i just relating it back to me. If I left, like everybody said, or Catherine, then my twins would have two homes. My son wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have a phenomenal marriage and even more phenomenal sex. So I have to say, I believe people can change. If somebody with... One lung can climb up a mountain. If somebody with one leg can run across the country, and the mind controls the body, what well, makes you think the mind can't control the mind? But here's where it gets messy, kid. Everybody will say, "Ah, like this is narcissism we're talking about for a second here." That's bullshit. You gotta leave. You gotta. You can't. Narcissists won't change. Hi, my name's Cass. <sighs> I don't even like the word "recovering" because I'm a managing narcissist. No matter what test you take, I'm not clinically diagnosed. But no matter what t- test you take, I meet the criteria for severe narcissism. I remember what my abuse is like. We laughed. The reason I go by Cass is because Ryan's a guy was a prick, full of shit, complete asshole, narcissist that couldn't get action. Cass gets everything he wants. So we changed my name. So I don't. I don't want to encourage somebody to stay in the pain. I know what you're asking, but I do know this. That if you just run, your partner will inflict pain on the rest of the world with their next relationship, with your children, with whomever they come across. But you fell in love with them in the beginning. So if you can take responsibility for you, you might be able to help them in every situation. Is a little is
0: I see that. I really do. I believe that people do have the power to change themselves. And if you're seeing that, then that flips the whole situation into a different route. I totally agree with that. Um, you mentioned sex life becoming sexless in a marriage. For my listeners who are not married, can you describe that?
1: I, I think it's the exact same thing. doesn't matter if you are engaged, or sorry, dating, engaged, or married, okay, or married for a really long time. It's all the same thing. So a sexless marriage is clinically defined as a marriage going six months or more without sex. And there are some that say 12, I personally believe that it's also if the wife is doing it to honor her intentions, right? Being intentional is a, it's a beautiful quality, but she's just doing it as a job, then, right? She's trying to be a great woman. And that means that, like, okay, fine, get over with, is really the, the under underlying motive. Or it's pity sex, which is you're pouting, you're frustrated, you're angry, so she's just doing it to shut you up. All of those, those I consider in the realm of sexist search because that's not what it's So I'm probably the only person in the world that thinks about it like that, as far as I know I am. And it does not matter the stage in your relationship that you're in, this happens. So if you want to make a change, you have to learn the underlying uh, issues, address the symptoms, uh, sorry, the issues, not the symptoms, and actually move things forward. No matter who you are, right? So uh, it doesn't matter, let's say, so you're engaged. And, or I said, forget it. Let's just say you're David. If you're already at the stage where this is happening, you're not meeting the needs that, that need to be met, which is why there's no interaction with you, desire. Right? That's what you need. You have to want your wife to want you. Typically, the biggest one is I have needs. Yeah, I get it. I have needs too. I signed up with Catherine saying one to three times a day. Can you do it? She said, yep. I said, let's do this. Like, that doesn't matter because intention isn't the same as desire, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so if you want to make change, you have to start looking at what you can do to actually overcome and address the issues. Most, more than likely, it's your expectations. You're not showing up as a partner. There's some safety removed. One or both partners are being, un, not being to themselves, like they're hiding who they truly are. And then we can, I mean, we can keep stacking stuff. So you've got to start digging in it. That make sense?
0: That makes a lot of sense. And I do want to go ahead and um, ask, where can you be reached?
1: Easiest is from our website, Uh we, we just, we don't put prices on the website. We don't even accept everything. You have to be all in. You have to be wanting to go get your wife, go get your husband. So you have to book a call and, and actually tell us your story. Because uh, it's amazing how many people think they, they want to do something, but they actually just want to blame and or even for, for a while, had that, you could text me on my website. I had that forever. And pe- people just want a therapy session where they can bitch. So go to com and book a call. You can follow me on social media, Ryan Castmore on uh, Facebook or Moral Marriage is my page. Go get your wife. It's Instagram. There's I keep getting shut down and restricted because I tell it like it is. And I think a lot of victims out there complain. And so it's a little bit hard to give you all my social media uh, to keep you in one line. It used to be easy, but those damn, damn companies shut you down.
0: It is. It's really tough. I know. <laughs> I get blocked a lot. I My account's like <laughs> under a warning under TikTok It's Instagram, too, so I, I know what you mean. <laughs> um, especially when you're trying to be honest. I don't honest. know
1: how you can get restricted on TikTok. You some TikTok. I say <laughs> you want more sex with your wife and you've got like a 12-year-old girl shaking her butt on their half naked.
0: That's crazy, right? Or you get Come people, up, you know the, the OnlyFans models and yeah, they're not going to put the whole clip on there but you see them like, you know, showing a little bit of skin and I think it's just because I talked about in my case, I talked about like orgasms and then boom, TikTok's like, we're not having that. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah.
1: It happens to me all the time. So I'm trying to be very cautious in my wording, but I'm I'm also not. Yeah. Because I'm growing that's enough where I don't really give a shit. Like we were just at Maxim the other day and or the other week. And like, like we're we're moving. But I think that's because if you say it like it is, that's what people need to hear. People hear that I was so excuse me, abusive with my wife, but here we are now. That, yeah, they restricted me and shut me down on social media because I said they thought I was promoting violence in a no. By being open and honest, people can see they're not the only one and that they... Even if they're not, even if they're just fighting all the time, at least they can see that there's hope, you know? So keep doing what you're doing. I think it's important. I think sex is not talked about enough. Orgasms are not talked about enough. The reasons why we're not having them is not talked about enough. because people are so scared. We're always offending everyone.
0: We are. We are. It, it, I like that. Thank you again for the encouragement. I totally agree. That's just... The whole reason for this podcast, even just the taboo about it. I did want to touch a little bit more on that, though. Um, Can you tell me what makes sex crucial between you and your spouse?
1: Oh, absolutely. So, you know, I don't really get into the whole we have needs, men have needs. I mean, I teach it like we can get her to have her needs, though. But I think it's actually, it's the sign that you've made it. I have something called a rejection letter. So, I believe this. Intimacy is created, and it runs up this ladder. So starting at the bottom, like energy, fun, confidence. Working your way up. I mean, we're going to have conversations. And I don't mean communication. Everything should be a conversation in your marriage. If you're good, we're not communicating. We're fucking talking. You know what I mean? We're having fun. Ping, 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 ping. Conversation going everywhere. Keep going up the ladder. We've got flirting. We've got banter. Non-sexual. Then we can get into sexual stuff. Then we've got your wife needing to to have her own version of that and it's going so this is all different levels of emotion and connection and intimacy that you're building and when you get to the top of the ladder there's lots of different kinds of sex you can have it's crazy awesome. and so when that so all each of these rungs and the ladder amplify like right, every ladder rung above and then you get to the crazy sex i mean you've got sure you might have cookies, but you've got committed sex Carnal sex, you got crazy adventures, the wild stuff. There's all kinds of fun. And then when that is on par and you're that emotionally connected, you're that intimate, this starts to amplify everything below. So now your conversations even pick up even. Right? Like even your banter is more fun. Now you now now take it to your regular life, right? You feel incredible. So your your business, your work is going better. Parenting, how stressful can it be with kids sometimes? Right? Well, mm-hmm. most parents are typically, oh, you're being kind of a prick to the kids, or you need to be standing up more for me, or like they're fighting up what? Instead of like I'm having a hard time, my wife goes, babe, I got this. Give me a sec. Because we're that intimate, we're that connected, we're that so I don't I get a lot of flack for this that sex is the end all be all. No, but I believe it's part of the virtuous cycle instead of the vicious cycle people do, this, do all the time. And if you are that virtuous, and it's amplifying all the intimacy, the emotional connection, the safety for both of you to be, fuck, you can't lose. You just can't.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Right. And this is why, like, if somebody is going through PCOS or menopause, whatever hormonal issues, depression, anxiety, now we want to work it up because that intimacy is not important to both, right? Yes. Except, I should say low testosterone too. We're talking about couples.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that, actually. I like that your course takes into account not just the physical, um, but trying to connect like on this emotional and uh, mental level. And it all just, you know, and it's not like one, oh, I don't know how to explain it, like overlaps the other. It's just all connected, you know, mental, emotional, physical. It's just finding the balance within and then it just like uplifts everything else, you know. I I see that. I see what you're trying to do. I like that.
1: Oh, thank you. Hands down. I get a I I've moved away a lot from just saying you want more sex right? Cuz that was such a good hook to go by, right? <laughs> right. But
0: I could see but, that in this society at least. <laughs> for sure, but now now I have to say like do you want to do it more with your life and
1: but what I learned during this journey of I mean, I'm not a social media guy. I just I've just just turned up the okay it, right? But what I learned is you can just be real. You can just be raw. You can talk about triggers because everybody can relate. You can talk about the pain of feeling frustrated when your wife doesn't fall and somebody can relate. I feel like a pervert for wanting my wife. Somebody can relate. And these are all things that I went through. So I learned I didn't have to hook the way that they tell you to do with marketing, social media, and whatever. And the beautiful part about that is it's showing more men and women, that we mean business. We don't, we're not just talking about getting laid. Like, I absolutely don't think anybody should just think about getting laid. Of course, everybody wants to have laid. especially the men that are reaching out. But fuck, man, you can't have that kind of sexual, crazy, phenomenal life if you're not talking, laughing, dreaming, achieving, having so much fun that your conversations are like ping, 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 one hour Netflix show three hours it takes you to get through because you're laughing pressing pause, making out, living life, you know? Now we can talk about what it says. You know what I mean?
0: I see that. When your wife saw the changes in you and started to accept them and it just changed everything else in the marriage um, for the positive, um, what does she tell you?
1: Um, I don't know exactly what you mean. What does she tell me? Like that so, you she know, like, that she appreciates or, yes. that you like
0: yeah, no, more okay. like that, because she was pretty upfront with you. Like, I'm not attracted to you anymore. I'm I I'm not in love with you anymore. I'm just upholding the commitment. So when she was ready yeah. to accept, how did that conversation go?
1: So they didn't didn't at first. Um, at first, it was more about she realized that she needed to, to take some responsibility for herself. But she also wasn't proud for some of the ways that she had because along the way she realized there was things that she could have differently. Like she'll teach the wives that she works with or the women she works with. Um, she could have handled my insecurity in a totally different way. Whether or not that was my baggage, she married me. I brought that in. And she could have done it. So that was kind of a primary focus. Now what's happened is it's totally, different. so we'll laugh. For example, the other day she pulled out a shirt from the dryer and it was all wrinkled. She goes, Oh my gosh, honey, I got your shirt, like, I, I'm so sorry, I'll, I'll take care of it. And I just laughed, to said, it's all good, babe, I'll throw it in the dryer before I wear it one time with a little, little wet towel or whatever. And she chuckled and she just goes, babe, I love you. She throws her arms around me, she goes, she whispered in my ear, she goes, and the old guy, lucky he would have been mad. And then she she always likes to, not, she's not thrown in my face, but she likes to remind me, and I like the reminder of where I was and who I am now. So she'll, she said, I remember like getting in so much trouble for not having the steaks out in time because they were still, still cooking. I've been like the shirt here in the dryer. It's just so amazing to be with you. And just like and she'll sometimes do something different. She'll say like, like something will happen in conversation. She'll be like, I can't even believe who I'm with right. Now. Like it's just <laughs> it, I think it's so so exhilarating. It's so uplifting for her. Like it's um uh, it's it's almost like verification that she validation that she made it she figured it out that she did pick the right guy she saw what i describe as the light right when people want to quit there's a reason you got together and she i think that's what she loved she, she saw she knew where she was going and so it's just little things like that will come out all the time but mostly i don't, I don't need that anymore. when i let go to taking responsibility of myself I stopped needing that approval from her. stopped needing that validation for I am comfortable. With her. And so this allows her to just be comfortable with who she is. And we now we give affirmation because of, of how we feel about each other. Babe, I just fuck I'm so like you motivate me to want to be a, a better dad because of the way you parent. Like you're such a good mama. I love the way you learn this. I couldn't believe how you implemented that so fast. This is this is so those normal affirmations the way it should be. You know, we, we in we marriage or long-term relationships get stuck at this baseline normal.
0: Mhm.
1: What why is that up here? <laughs> Don't you want to strive for so much more? Like the stuff I was talking about earlier instead of baseline. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Um I do love though the way that this is geared though. This is like right before you're going to throw in that white flag. You know, like just go get your wife. I love that. I really do. I think that a lot a lot more men and women, even about going and getting your husband, need to hear that. I feel like society doesn't address that enough, you know.
1: Oh, kid, it's something that's so dear to my heart. I write so so many posts on it and film so many posts on it. I just I did one the other day. It didn't move the way I wanted it to move, but you gotta change your surroundings. Mm-hmm. If even if it's your parents, your best friend since middle school, I don't really care. But if they're telling you, if first of all if they're listening to you, bitch, you They're not asking questions like, what can we do to save this? How can we move forward? What's your long-term goal? Okay. What are some steps we could take? You're talking to the wrong people. You need to lose them. It's no different than you're the sum of the five people that you keep in your life. And that's what business people tell business people. Why would it be any different? It's health wealth relationship. That's the big three. So you surround yourself with who you want and you can go get your life, go get your husband, but you need to learn the right skills from the right people be held accountable by the right people if you can't do it yourself and then you can go get your wife or your husband. But most people are so attached to the outcome instead of understanding it's all about the baseline skills. If you want to make more money, it's the same thing. You don't focus on the bank account. You focus on lead generation, sales, for example, right? Mm If you want to be the the rock star on stage, you don't focus on how you suck at playing because you're just learning. You focus on learning the C chord, the D chord g-core you start learning the skills the base and then you stack the skills and then it becomes a lot easier
0: you know what i mean yeah i want to wrap this up with asking are there any final thoughts that you wanted to share
1: oh my gosh i could talk for hours you could probably (laughs) tell um (laughs) i think it's i think it's really really simple guys um whether you're a man whether you're a woman you're hurt you're hurt and you want more and when it's the sex life I mean, and, and, I, and by the way, men that are listening, I don't know if you realize this, but women want sex too. You just don't know it right now because they don't want to say that because they don't want to have sex with you. And men, she knows you want to have sex. Stop trying to talk your way into her vagina. Stop it. Actions speak louder than words. And So whether you're a man or a woman, you want more. So start trying to reach the other, the opposite like I said, my program gives men a step-by-step and builds the way that I'm talking about. Catherine's going to speak a lot differently to women about how she can drop his guard down, his wall down, whether that's anger or shutting. Whatever, doesn't matter. Start reaching them in the way that they need to be reached. So it's a, a lot like, which I don't love. I use the five love languages quite different. I stack them for date ideas and flirts and this and that. I don't use it quite the way that, that Gary Chabby intended, but it's a lot like that when you understand how they need to be reached, you're gonna get a lot further. For example, you could say I love you a thousand times, but if they don't feel it, you didn't do your job. The love languages, the I love you, it's not for you, it's for them. You can start thinking about that, doesn't no matter what we talked about today, you can start to apply that and go get your language. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you again for taking the time to come on and um, discuss all this on my podcast. I appreciate you reaching out. Wishing you and Captain the best. Honestly, I think that's beautiful that you were able to turn from such a low point into this this place of just it being phenomenal. I I really love that. We don't see that enough today.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, I appreciate you having me on to share the story. Hopefully, we'll inspire enough people to do the same, and every it's like just the trickle effect. Let's let's go save some marriages. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today for another special edition of Hush. You can find us on the com, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Red Dragon's Radio any Alexa-enabled devices, and all other major platforms. Also, make sure to visit me on Instagram and Twitter at hushpodcast69.